happiest of Mondays to you, Substackers. Wonderful weekend for me. I don't know how yours was, uh, but I hope it was well. Here's a little Monday motivation for you. I try to do these uh, on occasion because I need them, and I like to uh, put things out in the world that I need in the hopes that uh, other people need it too. I actually saw something yesterday that was pretty cool. As Rick Rubin, um, of course, a lot of y'all know who Rick Rubin is. He's like one of the greatest, you know, music producers of all time. He worked a lot with Tom Petty and Jay-Z, to name a few, and just, you know, he's amazing. And I saw this, uh, he was being interviewed, and it blew me away. I'll get to the, the thing that I, uh, that I want to motivate you here in a minute, but uh, I, I thought this was interesting, and it, uh, it didn't, I don't know if it necessarily, ch- it didn't change my perspective, but it explained my perspective, and I was like, oh my God, that's it. I'm so glad that someone way better than me feels that way too. Talking about putting things out into the world, he said, uh, he said you know, I, I feel like the audience comes last. You know, when it, when it when an artist is making something, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I don't know if I agree with that. And then he got there. He said, the audience comes last. He goes, I make things for me. He's like, I make things for me, and I just really hope that other people like it. And he's like, because I find that if you watch a lot of movies today, at the ones that are garbage, you can tell they were made by people who were trying to make something that other people would like and they failed but the really good movies that you see is almost always someone made it and they really loved it and they were making it for themselves and they were just hoping that everybody else loved it too and uh I was like but dude that is so exactly it and I feel like in the back of my mind for at least 99% of the things I do I'm doing it for myself, but I really hope that y'all enjoy it too, or I really hope that y'all get something out of it too. I hope that makes sense to you, but that really made me feel good. And uh, so just to explain a little bit of the process on if I'm ever doing one of these Monday motivation things, um, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm doing it to hopefully... Uh, you know, make you feel better, but it's really for me, and I just hope it works for you too, right? Uh, so yeah, Rick Rubin, genius, love that. Um, here's the motivation for you, all right? No matter who you are, and no matter how unloved you are feeling at the moment, <laughs> no matter how much you think, oh my God, people don't like me, people think I suck, I promise you, I promise you 100%, (laughs) people love you way more than people loved Henry Kissinger, all right? My God, y'all, I'm not kidding. I was blown away by this. When Henry Kissinger died, uh, rest in hell, obviously, that goes without saying, but like, whenever something like this happens, one of my favorite things to do is to peruse comment sections on various posts. Now, I've gotten out of the habit of checking the comment sections on, like, my videos and stuff because that's just a recipe for me having a bad day. You know what I mean? And that's honestly, that's one of the reasons I like this Substack so much is because um, I'm able to participate 
in the comment section and talk to all of y'all knowing that it's not going to ruin my day. And that's not to say that there's not been people on this Substack that are critical of me. There certainly have been, and I've had those conversations, but they don't piss me off when they're in here because everybody is civil and all the conversations are conducive to growth and stuff. Like, I've definitely had some of y'all criticize some of the things I've done in this Substack, but again, it was always out of a place of love and nine times out of ten I was like you know what I think that criticism was warranted maybe I won't do that next time maybe I'll do more of this or whatever whereas on the the internet at large it's people that don't know who I am at all stumbling across something and judging me based on nothing right so I don't check my comment but when when somebody like Henry Kissinger dies I sprint to the comment sections on posts just to see what everyone's saying. I was fully expecting, fully expecting, like the left, the left wing people gave me exactly what I was expecting. I was like, you know, there's going to be a lot of talk of how he was a war criminal and piece of shit, which he is. And there's going to be a lot of people saying, rest in hell, I'll spit on his grave, I'll piss on his grave. And all that was there. But what I wasn't expecting was that basically every single right-winger that I saw commenting was also talking about wanting to piss on his grave. Now, they were for two completely different reasons. They loved all the war crime shit that Henry Kissinger did, but apparently uh, Henry Kissinger in in the right-wing culture is known as what they call a rhino, which if you don't know, that means Republican in name only, which by the way, Pretty catchy, uh, pretty catchy little title. Democrats have it too. It's called Dino, and um, you know, I, I would say, you know, when it comes to like a, a Democrat that I could say was a Dino is like that Mansion Joe Manchin son of a bitch. Like he's not, he's way more of a Republican than he is a Democrat. So that that fits. But I feel like Republicans often use it. Like, they, they, I've heard them call Mitch Romney a rhino. And, dude, that is the most Republican dude I've ever met. What they mean now is anyone that's not a totalitarian MAGA. It's like, oh, you're not really a Republican. And it's like, uh, actually, no, I am a Republican. Y'all are a completely different thing. You just want to call yourself Republicans. Anyways, apparently Henry Kissinger is uh, one of those, according to these people, because they claim that he uh, has led us straight into the globalist world that we have become. Now, I'm not going to sit here and even remotely pretend that I have enough information, education, facts, or intellect to decide why I think that they may think this about Kissinger. I mainly know him from his work in Vietnam (laughs) and Cambodia uh, and all the atrocities that he committed therein. So I'm a little ignorant to the apparent bullshit he did that pissed off all the Trumpian folks, but it did tickle me. And it was crazy to see someone getting universal hate. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I do these live, so I don't have an edit button. And uh, yeah, I still got the stuff in me. Universal hate. You know what I mean? Universal love is something, like, you only see it with, like, I was going to say, I say Dolly. Dolly's definitely true. It used to be Tom Hanks, but then COVID happened, and now, and then everybody was like, Tom Hanks, 
is a they called him all sorts of things said he's got like he grooms children he uh, you know he's in the pizza gate shit or whatever so but i'd say dolly universal love willie nelson universal love you know there's these there's these certain figures that like they're just so above us that everybody just discounts their politics and goes yeah sorry but we like them mr rogers was one of those people i'm certain that mr rogers nowadays if he was out people would call him a commie or whatever but universal hate that's a that's a wild one because usually if one group of people hate someone so much it usually means that they <laughs> that they're really popular on the other side of people do you know what i'm saying like the left hates donald trump so much therefore the right loves him and i assumed it had to be the same with kissinger but alas it is not now of course there were some people that were saying oh rest in peace be with his family whatever a a tremendous man that lived a tremendous life but it was mostly not that it was mostly fuck you from both sides so i say that to you on this monday to let you know once again you are way more loved than Henry Kissinger by a mile, right? And that feeling that you have, and I have to convince myself of this all the time, uh, is just your neurosis or your brain playing a trick on you, right? That's all it is. Uh, how do I know this? Uh, well, I just have to. I just do, all right? And uh, I have a habit of letting some people's negativity towards me affect how I feel which then in turn affects how I treat the people who do love me you know gives me like a negative attitude I saw this uh very dumb very cliche Instagram post the other day it's funny I I say this all the time like oh I know this is cliche cliches are cliche for a reason you know what I mean like like a thing becomes a cliche because it's warranted saying enough times, right? And what it was, what this post was, it was a picture um, of a of a empty room, right? It was an empty room, and I'm paraphrasing here, but the po- the photo of the empty room was captioned: "Here is a picture containing all of the people who pay your bills, <laughs> who keep your lights on, who put food on your table, yada yada yada." And also a picture containing all the people whose opinions you should give a shit about, right? Meaning, you know, if someone ain't there for you in your life, and if someone ain't, you know, uh, I believe Big Sean said in his uh, seminal classic, I Don't Fuck With You, he said, and I love this quote, fuck your two cents if it ain't going towards the bill, right? Isn't that great? Fuck your two cents if it ain't going towards the bill and then another cliche that i think fits into this very well and i need to hear oftentimes every monday uh those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter baby it's so true me and amber are new parents and therefore we are inundated every day with people trying to tell us how to run our lives people judging us for oh we didn't do it this i can't believe you're doing blah 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 And we have to brush that shit off because it's our life. I do it this way, you do it that way. You know what? And if I do it this way and that makes you think less of me as a person, I don't give a fuck, boy. 
I don't give a fuck, boy. <laughs> Man, when my dad, when I was younger, my dad, remember him telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, I've only got like two friends now. And he would say it in a positive way, but I'd always hear it in a negative way. It's like, no, when I get older, I'm going to have way more than two friends. As I've gotten older, I've realized, man, I've got about two or three friends. And uh, Dad was right. It's a good thing. Because it weeds out all the people that ain't. All them motherfuckers that don't matter. All them people trying to bring you down for no goddamn reason. Just because they are haters. Another phrase comes to mind. They hate us because they ain't us. Right? Fuck them. So on this Monday... Uh, a couple weeks removed from Thanksgiving, we're all back to semi-normal, gearing up for the holidays. This is a stressful time, ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. This is a, sorry, I'm getting into Pastor Peter now. This is a stressful time. There is no doubt. Um, and it's ironic that this is the most stressful time of year because it's supposed to be the time that we all come together. We all love each other. It's stressful, so we need to... We need to hear it. You rule, and the people that say otherwise, well, they drool. Yeah, they drool. I said it. They drool. They sit there, mouth agape, secreting sebaceous liquid from the corners. They drool. All right? You're awesome. Happy Monday. I hope work is good today. I guess while I'm hoping... I also hope that you won the lottery and don't have to go back tomorrow. Or I hope, as I always say, that your boss came in today and immediately had diarrhea and told everybody to go home and decided to pay you double time. That's what I hope. I hope you have a wonderful week this week. We will be hearing from the citizens of Chickalooki. We will, of course, hear again from Pastor Petey on Sunday. And I've told y'all this before. Uh, but uh, just to remind you, because I'm excited about it, there's a I'm working on a Chickalooky Christmas special right now. A little audio drama for you that I'm super excited about. And Lord, am I having fun in the world of Chickalooky? And I appreciate y'all being citizens and participating and giving me all the wonderful feedback, whether it be positive or negative. Both are encouraged here on this Substack because, as I've said a million times, it's just as much y'all's as it is mine. Uh, but, you know, to quote Rick Rubin, I make it for me. I just hope y'all like it. <laughs> I kind of, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that quote needs to be tweaked a little bit because I definitely do make it for y'all. It's just that it has to please me first. Does that make sense? Like, I genuinely, like, the best thing that y'all can give me for Christmas this year is enjoying this shit and me knowing that stuff that comes out of my brain and onto paper puts a smile on your face. But at the same time, boy, does it put a smile on my face. And I guess in, uh, in, the, in the spirit of what we've been talking about today on this Monday Motivation, well, that's really the most important thing, I guess. All right, appreciate all y'all who pay you $5 a month. For those that don't, that's totally fine. Glad you're here too. Uh, and hey, you know, if, if you know someone who would like my writing and like all this stuff, a gift subscription, you can give those as a Christmas gift. That would tickle me. It'd tickle them. And tickling me and tickling them would probably tickle you. Because that's how tickling works. Gucci, Gucci, goo. All right. Love you. Bye.